Hello, welcome everyone. I'm Bruce. I'm Greg. And I'm Casey. Together, we will dive into the mysterious world of the hit TV show, Supernatural. Join us as we follow Sam and Dean on some crazy adventures, as we break down episode by episode and have some fun along the way. Today's episode, Season 2, Episode 10, Hunted. Premiered on January 11th, 2007, directed by Rachel Talale and written by Rael Tucker. We are... Natural, Natural friends. 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 We've got our pal Greg. We've got our guy Bruce. They've got their other friend who's pretty cool. We're gonna spend some time with Sam and Dean. We're gonna kill some monsters and break down a scene. Supernatural friends. Supernatural friends. Remember, spoilers ahead. So I actually have a follow-up question from a previous episode to start us off this week. Okay. Um, so you guys remember two episodes ago, Crossroad Blues, Sam and Dean put all this effort into saving the one guy at the end. What happened to the artist, George? Do you think they just let him die? Yeah, they let him go. He resi- mm-hmm. Resigned to his fate. And, you know, that would be kind of messed up if... if- if he hadn't already died when Dean was making yep. the, the new con, oh man, yeah, like how easy would that be to just sneak him in there? Like, oh, uh-huh. and this guy too. <laughs> you think that guy would have been upset though? Like that's kind of like his like. I mean, he never would have known. That's true. Man, that's dark. They could have just added a quick line of, because Dean was stalling anyway in that scene, so he could have like just said like, "Did you already get to so and so?" Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> You know, like, man, I'm going to assume they did. And I'm going to assume they knew. I don't know how, though. Just to feel better about. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's a way darker show than we're watching, I think, <laughs> so far. Maybe. This week on Supernatural, Dean finally reveals John's secret, which is that he needs to either save Sam or kill him. Sam got mad and ran away. Ava, another psychic, warns Sam she had a secret dream about him dying. Dean shows up just in time to be held hostage by Gordon. Gordon gets arrested and Ava's husband is brutally murdered. So like a lot of stuff happened, but at the same time, not much has happened in this episode. One pill makes you larger and one pill (laughs) makes you small. I love the intro to this uh episode great song it's really cool vibes bruce what did you think about scott as we were being introduced to him did you think that we were gonna get to spend the rest of the episode with him i thought so and i liked him a lot too like he was a really cool character um but i did not once he we we saw him leaving the building that's when i knew like something was gonna happen there was not a like (laughs) continuation like you you're walking through an empty parking lot in the middle of the night. Yeah, you're clearly you're going to die. Right. And he got got pretty good. <laughs> Did you have any guesses as to who had killed him then? I was pretty clueless. I, I thought it was going to be our monster of the week of some sort. When Scott was talking with the uh, therapist, it was another version of like, oh, when you talk about supernatural things in this universe, people still think you're crazy. Even therapists who <laughs> you're like <laughs> pretty open um, this guy was like, I think you believe what you're saying. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh, <laughs> I, a- I really like that. He 
like wouldn't touch his hand though. <laughs> right. Right. Just in <laughs> like, case. Uh, let's not push it. So after we see Scott die, uh, we transition back to the end of our previous episode with Dean revealing to Sam what dad said. What'd you think, Bruce? I was not close to this prediction. I predicted the exact opposite, but he did tell him what happened, and I did predict that. <laughs> yes, you got that I right. I count as a half prediction. <laughs> episode 10. The fact that Sam learned in episode 10, you nailed it. Nice job. So what'd you think of the secret? That Dean might have to kill Sam, according to their father. That was a good one. I was re- I I wouldn't have predicted it whatsoever, but... Uh, uh, that's a that's a fun secret. Greg, how does that make you feel about John? Well, uh, I'll first off say that it's a fun plot point like in the show of like, oh, Dean might have to kill Sam. But uh, with John specifically, I'm just peeved at how enigmatic he's being. I'm like, <laughs> you seem to know exactly what's going on here. If you can tell me this much detail, like maybe... Tell me what's going on. Oh, no, you're leaving. Okay. Oh, bye. You're, oh, you're dead. Okay. I might have to kill Sam, and I don't know why, because you didn't bother telling me. It's so annoying. There was no time. <laughs> but as far as, like, I don't know if you are specifically getting at, like, uh, about him as a person for saying that about his son, I... I'm a pragmatist. If if Sam turns into some crazy killer demon thing, like yeah, you might have to kill Sam. Like that's that makes sense. Like our last episode, a little foreshadowing maybe. Uh, this, oh yeah, the, yeah, like the, the virus, yeah. the virus, because he would have maybe had to kill him if uh, he was right. actually infected. Oh yeah, good. Thanks for pointing that out, Bruce. That also explains even more why Dean stayed behind uh, with Sam supposedly being infected. Dean was told, like, you will have to kill Sam if you can't protect him. So he stayed behind. That's really neat. So understandably, Sam gets uh, pretty upset with Dean over this whole thing. And uh, then we see Sam steal a car and have a piece of paper at a house. Bruce, did this throw you off at all? Absolutely. I had no idea what was going on. I thought I missed something. I thought maybe the previous episode I you know missed like an end of an episode or something like that but it was revealed pretty quickly with that gruesome death where i i was like there's no way this this can't be a thing man what a great explosion (laughs) sam wiped off screen (laughs) my favorite was that the the fire came across and you're like okay that you know he could have made through that and then they like make it a point to like Oh, that's his blood splattering on the wall. Yep. And they're like, oh, that's his boot. His <laughs> smoking boot. Yeah. So they did not let you think that he may be made through it. <laughs> but we quickly find out that it was actually someone else's secret dream. A new character. What? Did that make you guys wonder at all? Like, hey, who is that? That's right. It's our weekly segment where we take a look at some of the guest stars featured on this week's episode of Supernatural. First off, we have our new secret dreamer, Ava Wilson, played by Catherine Isabel. Hey, who is that? Now, Catherine's been in the acting game since she was very young, making appearances on Goosebumps, Bones, Insomnia, John Doe, Freddy vs. Jason, Smallville, Psych, 
and uh, recently giving a creepy turn as Margot Verger in the TV series Hannibal. Then we have our just okay therapist, Dr. <laughs> Wexler, played by Bill Mundy. Hey, who is that? You may recognize Bill from Touched by an Angel, maybe The Dead Zone, Eureka, Psych, Smallville. Um, he's also shown quite the affinity for appearing in TV shows with the word super in the name of it, such as Supernatural, Super Noobs, and also Superbook. And finally, we have our gone too soon psychic boy, Scott Carey, played by Richard DeClerc. Hey, who is that? Some of you out there might recognize Richard from Stargate SG-1, The 4400, Designated Survivor, or possibly a season 10 episode of Supernatural playing a completely different character. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time on... Hey, who is that? So, uh, our new secret dreamer, Sarah? Ava. Ava. I, <laughs> I don't know why. I swear, it's not intentional. I don't know why you tried. Is her, <laughs> is her real name Sarah? No, it's Catherine. When I saw Ava, I really did think, hey, who is that? And I, uh, I really stopped myself from getting on IMDb. I was I wanted to know, and it turns out it's just I've seen her in so many episodes, but I don't think as our main character. So like, I've definitely seen her, but like, yeah, it really was a hey, who is that moment? I felt pretty dumb because I so I saw the hotel paper and I rewatched that ten seconds to like make sure I didn't miss anything. I was like, oh, he must have wrote this down from a secret dream that just wasn't revealed yet. And then he blew up and I was like, well, that was, and then somebody else woke up. I was like, oh, you dummy. (laughs) So they got me good is what I'm saying. Show's pretty good at that in general. There's a lot of his uh, secret dreams that are just so flawlessly like started. There's no like do where he's like, (laughs) obviously this is a dream. Right. But it turns out that Sam did actually maybe steal a car and, run away from Dean, but Sam shows up at the roadhouse um, looking for help on tracking down some other psychic kids. Yeah, which is a thing they apparently didn't think to do before Um, because they set up this whole thing of narrowing down and they were like, well, we can't find them all and then they just left it at that. (laughs) Ash tracks down, what, one more? One more, yeah, using the same pattern. And he's dead. Because he found Scott. Yeah. We watched him die. Was Ash acting a bit twitchy for you guys? I meant to rewatch, but he seemed like like a, a meth addict. <laughs> he was That's his character. That's yeah. just Fast That's and the Furious. Ash, yeah. It was yeah. just like uh, Fast and the Furious. <laughs> was that? He's the same character in Fast and the Furious. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> um, yeah, he and he's like strange, but like he was literally like like uh jerking his head weirdly and i was just like i don't know what you're doing guy so with ash's help sam finds out about scott and goes to visit scott's father pretending to be an old friend from high school and uses that to take a look in scott's room and finds a little shrine to the yellow-eyed demon yeah it's creepy i thought of it more as a i don't know like he was slowly losing his mind kind of thing 
where he was just like, I don't know what this is, but so I'm going to start but he, drawing it. He was also hiding it in his closet. Like, right. like a gumball shined at Hey Arnold. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of. <laughs> and after leaving Scott's place, Sam heads over to the Blue Rose Motel, which we might remember from his notepad in The Secret Dream. And uh, when he enters his room, our new psychic girl Ava shows up. I thought it was going to be Dean, but it's a nice display of Sam being aware of being followed. Like he caught her following. Although I'm pretty sure she was going to walk up to like say hello, <laughs> tap him on the shoulder. Or something. This was a weird part for me um, because it really showed not specifically this scene, but just this kind of part of the episode um, that they were not working to Sam and Dean were not working together anymore. They were like doing their separate own thing. And that felt different than what we've experienced in the past. Like we've had them separated before, but in the past it's always been working kind of towards a common goal. Mm -hmm. And this was, it was kind of eerie seeing him just like having to do everything on his own. Yeah. Yeah, And I think, I think that was helped by the fact that at this point we haven't even seen Dean since they separated after Dean revealed the secret. So, we still have like no idea what Dean is doing besides mm-hmm. the fact that um, he had called the roadhouse looking for Sam. So Ava has secret dreams and thankfully she wasn't too self-conscious about sharing that information with a complete stranger. And fortunately for her, that complete stranger shares those secret dreams because otherwise we would have <laughs> the same issue that Sam and Dean had <laughs> trying to convince a guy that <laughs> they saw a vision of him dying <laughs> I did think it was funny, though, that so she revealed all this and she felt really self-conscious. The actress was great, by the way. Um, And uh, she felt really self-conscious and revealed that she has these secret dreams to this stranger. And he he's like, oh, we're the same. I have these dreams, too, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, "Okay, you're nuts. And it's just like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Why? Why cannot? Why can't you accept this? I think that was just her making a joke. Like, I think okay. the edit of the show kind of made it seem like that. But then okay. next time you see them, like, she's fully on board with everything that's happening. Yeah. But also, like, if you're telling the story that she doesn't even half believe, mm-hmm. um, for someone to be like, oh, yeah, I completely understand. Instead of like, whoa, yeah. take a <laughs> take a step back. Like, it might have thrown her off. <laughs> But then Sam doesn't do himself any favors, though, because he's just like, yeah, did you happen to have a fire when you were a baby? And it's like, well, first off, Sam, you know <laughs> yeah. that she didn't because there were four people and you know all four. Second. Well, yeah. Well, there were only four in 80. Like, that uh, maybe reminds years. me, um, like, wh- why did they limit the search to babies born in 83 when we know that that's not the only time? that the demons done this they oh, literally right, saved a baby just, <laughs> at the yeah, end of last season it's a year ago uh maybe uh uh specifically for this concept of these psychics coming to maturity so sam himself is one and and all the ones we've dealt with so far within the past year okay so we don't fair. need to worry about the people from 84 or 85 and on <laughs> yet <laughs> for the next that's year. fair were there any before them? Ooh, good point. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, so like one, you know that she didn't have a fire, and two, like 
since she didn't have a fire, you look like a crazy person being like, oh yeah, you must be one of the exceptions. And it's just like, <laughs> you're trying to find common ground and, and, and her giving you a negative just reinforces your belief. We know it's true, but to a stranger, you look like a crazy person. <laughs> At one point he goes, I'm Sam Winchester. And I just thought that was a weird way to introduce himself. Like I was like, <laughs> who introduces themselves to like w- with their full name? Like, <laughs> Hi, my name is Sam. Like it, he said it almost like she should know who he was when he said it. I don't remember this happening, so it must not have jumped out at me because Bruce, I don't think it's odd to introduce yourself with your name. <laughs> I guess so. Then we cut to Dean receiving a phone call from Ellen because she just has to let him know where Sam is because that's what family's for, to protect each other. When I really thought before she was going for payback for Dean not telling her whenever Joe was with them. Ooh, that would have been cool. I would tell you, but... Hey, remember that one time? Uh, yeah, even if she just got a dig in about it, that would have been nice. Uh-huh. I didn't think of that. I still thought she was going to, like, slyly tell him where uh, <laughs> he was. Like, he is not here... Like, or something along those lines where she's like, I'm not going to tell you, but... Or Sam told me not to tell you he's traveling to such and such place. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I was glad this scene was pretty short because it was just like, I don't need the... Well, he told me not to and you're telling me to. And like, it almost feels like high school secret shit. And I'm just like, eh, make a decision. And and she did like very quickly. It's like, okay, here it is. (laughs) So Sam and Ava go back to the old tactic of... uh... Scheduling a therapy session with the therapist that you need information from. Classic. And Sam is hanging outside the window. This scene was so unnecessary. (laughs) (laughs) She was so excited about it. It was so great. I have anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) They got what they were looking for and get back to the motel. And Ava is just amped up about helping Sam steal this information (laughs) that they needed. Um. And that information was the recording of the rest of the session that we started the episode with, where Scott reveals that the yellow-eyed demon wants these kids for a war that's coming, and all these psychic kids are the soldiers. That's right, Bruce. (laughs) I was really excited when I heard this, because I don't think this was one of those predictions that I was like, oh, this is what's happening. Like, I just really was just throwing it out there to... Just have oh, something and be ridiculous. In the first season, you're like, <laughs> I was so excited <laughs> whenever you first said that. I don't even know what to say. That's <laughs> it's so close. And then Dean shows up just in time to see our old pal Gordon try to kill Sam. This fucking guy. He's back. <sighs> What'd you think, Bruce? Well, first of all, I wasn't really sure if it was him. I had to like really like pay attention because <laughs> I, I does he. He didn't talk, so that was like a big like. I was like, "Oh, does he, he does he have like a British accent or something?" A British accent. <laughs> Wait, does he have a British no. accent? No. <laughs> Anywho, so yeah, this was. I really didn't know who he was for a second, um, but then when he was like, "Dean, wait," <laughs> but then Dean keeps punching him. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, Gordon can take a lot of punches, man. Compared to what Dean can take from this magic rifle. Right? (laughs) One shot. Yeah, those were hammer fists. And like, 
no defense. Like, was it was like six shots to the face. Like, man. Against the ground, even. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, uh, I get peeved at. So, like, all right. So, I'm going to, I'll suspend disbelief and say, you know, maybe we're in a world where it's like a video game and, and people have more, uh, what do you call it when you can take damage in a video game? They have more uh, HP. They have more HP than they do IRL. But if that were the case, then then these highly trained fighters within that same world should account for that and not allow him to bash you over the head with a rifle. Um, <laughs> and the same thing happens later. It's like, okay, well, I'll give it to you that uh, people can quickly... Uh, grab a gun from behind them and it's like don't put a gun so close to them like it's that's a a later complaint but the same concept of like (laughs) i'll I'll suspend my disbelief and say that's possible but then i'm also going to criticize you for not accounting for it greg can i just say that i have a note here that says uh i know greg's going to complain about this (laughs) no no it says uh damn gordon has a whole ton of hp (laughs) perfect Sam gets to go onto that roof where the shots were coming from and uh, reveal that he watches a lot of TJ Hooker. I have no idea what this is. I assume it's a detective show from, I'm going to guess it's got to be the eighties, right? Cause even if he's pretending to watch an old show, seventies is too old. So let me just tell you guys that uh, TJ Hooker was an American police drama Starring William Shatner in the title role as a 15-year police veteran. Uh, premiered March 13th, 1982. Crushed Why it. was Sam watching TJ Hooker? <laughs> the, uh, when was it? He grew up in motels in the 90s. <laughs> that, I could see it happening because he, like, him and Dean hung out at hotels by himself. Yeah. So a lot of like reruns Daytime and television. stuff. Uh, yeah, I said 90s, but it was late 80s that he was sitting in those hotels eating, uh, was it tricks and SpaghettiOs? At that point, uh, Sam decides it's time to call Dean for help. And Dean, like a Winchester does, is tied to a chair, uh, being <laughs> coerced by Gordon to uh, lure Sam into this trap. And... We find out that they have a code word for someone holding a gun to them. Funky town. As I was listening to Dean talk to him, and I was like, okay, there's some way. There's some way. And he hung up, and I was like... It's not there. Well, the, yeah, what just happened? That was just a normal conversation. And then they said it, and I was like, oh, that's perfect. Really? <laughs> just- you think, like, someone saying, this is a funky town, is normal conversation? <laughs> For Dean, it it did sound like a Dean yeah. line, and he's uh, acting casual, ostensibly because he's supposed to act casual, and talking about rolling up in this funky town. It, it did seem like a Dean line, yeah. Not not in real life, no. <laughs> it's a weird thing to say. <laughs> I love uh, when I I think I think it was before this conversation, but um, Ava is just like, uh, <laughs> who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I already introduced with, myself. That, <laughs> yeah, that's when it, that's why Sam said he watched a lot of TJ Hooker. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's like a funny line, I guess, but it's just like, why do you have to pretend to like not be an expert in these things? Well, because I think that like it's one thing to tell someone that you have dreams like them and another thing to tell them that, oh, yeah, I also uh, hunt ghosts <laughs> hunt and <beings>. demons. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, because because she's so far dipped her toe in and there's no need to do a cannonball just yet. Yep. Okay. No point. <laughs> Did you guys picture Gordon exclusively hunting vampires? Did I misunderstand that from his previous episode? Um, yeah, I think you misunderstood it. He's just a general hunter, but like particularly focuses on vampires. Even like if you look at his weapons that he keeps in his car. Yeah, it's more than just the beheading yeah, weapons. Yeah, those aren't weapons to just kill vampires. That's true. Um, I thought it was interesting. So Gordon reveals how he caught on to this plot uh, from uh, exercising a demon. And he's exercising a girl and Dean was like, is like, uh, and what about the girl? Oh, she didn't make it. You're a real son of a bitch. And it's just like, you did the exact same thing. You exercised a demon and the girl died. <laughs> That happened to you. No, it was different. <laughs> was um, it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, in this scenario, Gordon was interrogating this demon, and those injuries killed the girl. Oh, see, I didn't put that together until just now that he... Meg died because she fell out a window and got shot in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. No, that's a good point. I This was some good dialogue, just in general. Like, these conversations that he was having with Dean... Specifically, he brought up the "Do you kill baby Hitler?" Yeah, story. <laughs> I was like, uh, it was like Endgame where they do the like the rope around the neck, or they do rope around the the slitting of the throat, and they're like, we we just didn't. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a fun sort of conversation to have about determinism, but I don't think it's been fully confirmed. You know, like. A demon said a war's coming and and there's these children in this army. Um, but is it like absolutely going to happen or is it an attempt at a war? You know what I mean? Like he thinks Sam has to die because Sam will be bad. Is it definitely true or is Gordon just like shooting on a 50 50? Or is he another pawn in the yeah, you know, is, the, is he being played the game as well? So that's why I think it's interesting they add this element of Gordon talks to um, some other hunters to confirm all this about Sam and these other kids. Um, So like words out there that these psychic kids exist and um, that they've killed people and like they have turned evil. And we know how Gordon is about things being evil. So yeah, to him, Sam's going to end up killing people. And that just is what it is. Because supernatural things are evil right if it's supernatural we kill it that's true dean winchester 2006 (laughs) um so during this whole thing and i think it is part at least for me i give credit to sterling kate brown for this but it's so weird hearing him call sam sammy (laughs) i don't know if it's the way he does it or what but it's it just comes off as perfectly creepy because he's not allowed to say it that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We're, um, it's, it seems like he's saying it almost, not almost. He, he, 
the fact that he's using the word at all is using it mockingly, but his tone actually isn't mocking, but he somehow gets that across anyway. It's really good. It's fantastic. Yes. After saying goodbye to Ava and sending her home to uh, be safe, great call, Sam. (laughs) He heads to the house that Dean is in. Then we just get the explosions in the background, which don't look great. Didn't age well. The effects behind Dean. Mm. Especially that second one where it like affected the room more. Yeah. Mm. It was pretty bad. The whole time I was thinking, I was like, is that what it really looks like when a grenade goes off? <laughs> like, I, I couldn't think anything <laughs> past it. Like, that can't be right. <laughs> but then we get to see the smoky boot again. So he threw his boots. <laughs> he threw his boot. Yeah. Who throws a shoe? <laughs> but uh, now it's time for Greg to get annoyed. So go, Greg. Well, I already said it, right? So Sam holds him at gunpoint. And especially with these well-trained hunters, he should know better than to have the gun so close. But then that it just gave us more tension of... It was a fight scene. Yeah, right. I was like, what happened here? Um, yeah, and it's a, it a, a good excuse for a fight scene and to demonstrate how much of a beast Sam is. Wasn't Gordon like straight up on top of him and Sam just threw him? Yeah, Gordon was about to stab him with that big old <laughs> uh, knife. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just throws him and then uh, Sam gets to use the magic rifle, magic knockout rifle. Have you ever knocked a person out with a rifle? Just kidding. Have you ever <laughs> um, made that motion though with a rifle? It does not feel um, natural. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um <laughs> It's a, they do it in basic training with fake rifles. I was gonna say, okay. is that a thing? <laughs> um, Thank you for clarifying. But there's like this lack of weight that you probably could imagine, but you don't really think about until like you're actually doing it. That when you're swinging your arm, you're like, this doesn't feel as effective as I thought it would. <laughs> and um, so. That thought popped into my head, but I'm sure Sam wielding a rifle would really wreck you. I love how concerned Gordon was for Sam about possibly getting tetanus after taking his shoes off. <laughs> I mean, that's a fair point. That did not look like a very clean floor. <laughs> after Gordon's knocked out, Sam goes to untie Dean from the chair. And of course, Dean being Dean just wants to go kill the man. But before he did that, they were so close to hugging. <laughs> Did it feel like it was going to happen? No, just me? Have we no, not seen them know. hug before? I don't know. <laughs> For some reason, it felt like one of those things where like, Dean was like, I really want to just like embrace my brother. But, but, but like, it was like, nah, I'm, I'm too manly. Yeah, I have to kill this man first, <laughs> and then we can hug. <laughs> it's pretty funny to me that like I understand the, the big brother concept and, and protecting Sam concept, but Sam barely had a bloody face and he's like i'm gonna murder this dude because he he got you a little bit i guess he was out to kill him but still (laughs) i think it was yeah for more trying to snipe sam in the hotel room (laughs) yeah or blow him up by grenades yeah either one works (laughs) man dean really should have just shot him on the rooftop then huh he had he he had him by surprise and i'm sure he has a pistol on him I think at that point he wasn't ready to kill Gordon. Mm. Okay. Um, But, you know, grenades are two steps too far. Yeah. 
Um, so in hindsight, this part kind of annoys me with the fact that Sam won't tell Dean what's going on. He just says Gordon's taken care of. Yeah. But I also love the reveal of them hiding in the ditch and um, us finding out that Sam called the cops. Yeah. Yeah, and it worked out perfectly because if he had stayed knocked out, he probably still would have been taken care of. There were two explosions in that house and guns all around. Um, but it's just even better that he came out guns blazing in the cops' uh-huh. resident. Although they almost died as if Gordon's right. aim had been better. Just like a headshot from afar. Oh, man. My, it was, my favorite was, you call this taking care of it? <laughs> as they're just like trying to get away. Yeah, that's, that's like the annoying part. Sam could have easily just said, hey, I called the cops. Let's get out of here. No, he he learned that from their dad, though. He learned that you have to, you know, be vague and not give detailed descriptions. <laughs> it felt like what would normally be the end of a Supernatural episode. But that's not it yet. They're driving along and Sam's trying to get a hold of Ava, but she won't answer. I thought they were going to, like, let it <laughs> She's probably sit fine. on this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go to her house. And find her fiance dead, throat slashed. I'm going to guess his blood was used to make a phone call. <laughs> Sulfur on the window and a ring on the floor. <gasps> they got Ava. This was when I was really excited for my prediction. This is when I re- really like dug in. I was like, see, it, they're just getting them ready. They're, they just want the body. <laughs> <laughs> it's Sam, by the way. I don't know. We missed that part. But I really loved when uh, he called him Sammy and he goes, it's Sam. <laughs> did he say that as a one-liner after he knocked him out? Yeah, he did. Wonderful. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, that's how you do a one-liner. You wait until they're knocked out. <laughs> <laughs> Reviews? Reviews. Reviews. I give this episode eight enigmatic secrets out of ten. I really enjoy that everything in this episode needed to happen in the sense of like it was like uh everything was set up like like a spring trap and this episode just set it all off so um you know on the one hand like finding more psychic people um because we knew there were more out there gordon coming back trying to kill sam um connecting it back to the roadhouse and um kind of halfway making up with Ellen. Like, all of this stuff happened. Uh, But at the same time, it feels like nothing really happened. So I give it eight enigmatic secrets out of ten. Where is your nothing happened coming from? So when I think about, like, either from a Monster of the Week perspective, or I guess furthering the story does happen a bit, But this episode feels like season one's shadow where the whole thing was a failed trap and like it did further the plot, but it um, felt like it barely furthered the plot. So it was like a 40 minutes of not much of a result. Um, It was entertaining. So I'm not saying like it was pointless, but it was... um, it just felt like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. Like, we didn't have a Monster of the Week. 
which is not really a complaint, but like, for example, like take Gordon as an example, he shows up again. Cool. Like we were waiting for that. That was going to happen. Um, and now he's under arrest and like one episode from now, two episodes from now, Gordon's plot line will not really matter for us. And like, so it's like he never appeared, you know? Um, and I'm not really complaining that much. It just, it just, uh, like I said, the plot is furthered, but not like, um, you know, not like the penultimate episode of season one plot being furthered, you know, like I'll take that. I don't like continue. (laughs) (laughs) I will give this eight out of 10. So eh, eight out of 10 uncomfortable therapists. Um, (laughs) So you agree about the therapist? (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. Okay, cool. (laughs) Um, And he was uncomfortable as himself as well. Um, I really did like this episode. Greg, a lot of your points make sense um, because this did have its re- a really good um, individual story. I really love Gordon as a character. He's just uh, he's just a lot of fun. Um, and seeing him as the main villain was kind of really cool. I loved about it, everything about it. The fight seemed like genuine. Um, the gun part. I had the same complaint, Greg, so don't feel bad on that one. Got some really great emotional moments. Um, when Dean thought his brother died, that was an interesting one mm-hmm. um, because Dean really couldn't say anything, but like he did a lot of stuff with his eyes and it was just a really good moment there where he you know, thought his life had changed forever. Um, it was a great ride. So eight out of 10 uncomfortable therapists. Hey, boys. <gasps> <gasps> we did it. Hey. Eight beautiful dreamers out of ten. Greg, I, I kind of get what you're saying, but at the same time, I completely disagree. Like, so much happened this episode, and it felt like so much happened. I, not from like an action standpoint, but from a world building and mythology standpoint. We found two more psychic kids. One of them died, but we found someone else who has the same powers as Sam, which. Um, since like Max and Sam kind of sharing telekinesis hasn't really happened. So mm. it we're back to this idea of maybe th- these guys all can develop their powers more. And it's not just they all get like one power like X-Men or something, um, which is going to be fun to think about. And um, a big thing for me is this end result of, um, which we didn't really touch on talking about the episode, but whenever Gordon reveals that he has sources at the roadhouse, you, you start thinking it's going to be Ellen Joe or Ash, one of them, but no, it's just the hunters putting it together and talking about it. So this idea about Sam being someone who should be killed is out there now. And it's not just Gordon who thinks it. So this could lead to further things down the road that um, are really interesting or just that like the idea of a hunter being willing, willing to kill another hunter because they think they might turn evil and they haven't even done anything yet. Um, so, so it's just exciting world building that could lead to other things. Eight beautiful dreamers out of 10. Oh, and also Sterling K. Brown. Great performance. Nailed it. Next week on Supernatural, we're watching season two, episode 11, Play Things. Sam and Dean investigate two strange deaths at a small Connecticut inn run by a single mom whose young daughter plays with an imaginary friend. 
Kids are creepy. Kids are creepy. creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm equally terrified and excited for this next episode um, because I think we're really going to get a good like, oh, he's just my imaginary friend, but he's really not. (laughs) And he's evil. (laughs) Probably going to be a doll at some point, I assume. Yeah, that's going to also going to want to kill people. Uh, Can't wait. We're back to the monster of the week format um, because that's sort of how supernatural seems to work. Uh, we've had a very story intensive, whether you thought so or not, Greg um, <laughs> <laughs> episode and uh, it, it, they're going to take, gonna take a, a pause and get back to, you know, some lighthearted. We go save somebody, uh, maybe find out one thing, uh, but that's it. Um, predictions, demon army. Guys, it's going to happen. I'm so excited. Um, like I said, we we're pri- priming them for battle against the hunters. We're going to have a hunter versus demon battle <laughs> because we got to see the hunter army in the beginning or the end there on the bar, which was a really mm. cool development, by the way. Um, it set up, you know, the environment r- to see them all literally there with guns and stuff. My prediction is that everybody's going to want Sam dead. So the hunters are going to try to kill him, but they realize he's a good person. So they stick up for him and they all unite to fight the possessed army. Um, also side notes, um, the ones who are, were their mom died in the fire. They're like the officers in the army. So they need those specific powers. They're like more important than just like the pawn. That's just Sam and Andy now, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Can you possess a dead body? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen it yet. <laughs> What's going to happen to Ava or what has already happened to Ava? Ava's just possessed. Um, so mm. it really depends on what happens in the future. I'm going to say she's, she's going to die. I mean, there's no reason that we're going to keep Ava around other than in four motivation so she will mm-hmm. di- she'll she'll die bruce you you think ava's possessed now is that what i heard yeah okay yeah um when's the next time we'll see her what episode we on 10 yeah. right 16 okay cool for any questions comments or smart remarks send them to natural friends podcast at gmail.com find us on facebook and instagram at natural friends podcast and twitter at nat friends pod thank you to our fans and our wives for continuous support if you enjoy this drop us a review and subscribe thank you for joining us we are natural, natural, natural friends. Natural friends.